This episode of The Fakest is brought to you by The Fakest. You can get some pretty sick fakest swag at store.thefakest.com. Don't screw this up, Leanne. They're all counting on... (gasps) Am I on? Shoot. Okay. Tonight, a library cat claws its way into a key government position. Will he create a meowist society? We've got the story. Then I'll let you know all about the hottest happenings around town on Community Calendar. I'm Ernie McFerney, the hip new MMJ who can do the jobs of 10 people at low pay with my iPhone, and I'm filing my first entitled report in just a few minutes. Breaking the fake news for real. From KCOM Studios in somewhere west of New York City, this is The Fakest, and it starts now. Um, howdy everybody. I'm obviously not Paul Defoe. It's me, Leanne Snyder. The EPICOP, or executive producer in charge of production, here at The Fakest. I'm acting as an emergency correspondent tonight, bringing you the fake... Mm, the fake... Hold on. I need to advance the prompter. Bringing you the fake news for real. <laughs> I'm no journalist, y'all, but Paul's been missing for a few weeks now, so the show must go on. Now... On to our top story. In a lingering Virginia library, a literally local literary cat roams the stacks with the hopes of giving something back. <laughs> Sorry, Paul wrote that. <sighs> Should have practiced it more. Meow. At the Anne E. Monclore Public Library, scant moments from the people-eating town of Roanoke, Virginia, one flabby tabby is turning heads and changing minds. Old Apple Radley is the Trojan horse that rolled through the gates into open arms, only to stab me in the back like a sensuous in a Dostoevsky novel. That's Mildred Parsons, age unknown, because she wouldn't tell us, long-standing librarian at Anne E. Monclore. When she's not mixing metaphors, she's mixing it up with Boo Radley, alley cat turned librarian elect. <laughs> Boo Radley, hmm, seven-ish, quickly became a welcome sight at the library, winning over its patrons with cute kitty tricks. The old boy would lay right down the table when I was reading the latest Roanoke Dispatch. He'd open up a Beverly Cleary book or whatever else was off the shelf, then pretend he was reading. What a hoot. Oh, you brush on my me. It might work on those lonely old biddies out in the stacks, but it doesn't work on me. No way, kitty bitty. In the historic election, Boo Radley, the cat, became the first animal to lead a leadership position to land. <laughs> In the historic election, Boo Radley, the cat, became the first animal to land a leadership position in the Roanoke government since Gus the plow pulling donkey was hired as the town snowplow operator in 1976. But well, we all know how that turned out. Boo Radley's perfect management style is already paying off. Patrons say the federally funded feline. Seriously, Paul? This is a lot of alliteration. The federally funded feline is clawing his way into the hearts of Roanokians. (laughs) Every Roanokian but Mildred Parsons, anyway. Ms. Parsons refuses to acknowledge Boo Radley's authority in his new position and still shows up to perform her duties just like she's done every day for some hmm, 
vague amount of time that she refused to nail down for us. Meow! Libraries are the source of humanity's greatest achievements. They need a human to store them. Do cats have opposable thumbs? None that I ever met. We don't even talk about them Hemingway cats. Boo Radley's claims of cat discrimination against Mildred Parsons have fallen on deaf ears. Dear, have you seen my hearing aid? It looks like a little bronze jelly bean. For now, Boo Radley wins his way through the through the rows of. For now, Boo Radley wins his way through the rows of books like he always has, looking for his next adventure. Sorry if my tongue got a little twisted on that one. I have a cat right here with me, and that last story really freaked him out. I was real worried about doing the show anyway, since nobody really shows up anymore, except me. Luckily, Paul left his ZipRecruiter account logged in, so I found this young, hungry, cheap young man with something to prove and student loans to pay off. Anyway, welcome to the Fakest News Team, our new multimedia journalist, Ernie McFerney. Thanks, Leanne. Excited to be here. Exhausted, but excited. Now, you have a personal connection to the fakest, right? Yeah, yeah. My my dad, Bernie McFernie, used to work here. Yeah, I remember him. How's he enjoying retirement? You mean his refirement because you fired him. Uh, maybe we should move on to your story. And that's the fakest way, isn't it? (laughs) Give us the goods, then we'll send you to- Look, we can talk in a second. Let me just play your package so... Fine, play the package. Let them all see the truth. Okay, I, I think it's recording. Wow, okay. Uh, sh- shouldn't we have a tech in here doing this? J- just me? Uh, okay. Uh, I'm Ernie McFerney for The Fakest. Imagine the... 10,000 videos. Do you remember Blockbuster, the video rental store from the 90s or something? Several do. And when one former blockhead heard the last store was closing, she decided to right-do a wrongdoing from her youth. I'll be tagging along in a piece we're calling Blockbuster Video, The Last Late Fee. It all began one Sunday evening as Samantha Gamgee watched a semi-national fake newscast. I'm Carrie Tart, here to tell you totes everything going on in Hollywood in under a minute. If you're a millennial movie buff, book a session with your therapist because another piece of your childhood is dying. The last blockbuster video in North America is set to close its doors. And I'll tell you which former TNBC celebrity is spending some hang time in the adults-only room. Coming up... I drove to Gamgee's home in rural Arkansas in my dad's old car, lugging 200 pounds of recording equipment, all to discover why Gamgee wanted to embark on her path to redemption. I can't 
could you? you? Uh, never mind. Your audio looks good. Sorry. Try trying to do like ten things here. I can't tell you how many Friday nights in my life started with a trip to Blockbusters. When they said on the news that the last store was closing, I knew there was something I had to make right. What do you mean by make right? I want to return that video on the bookshelf behind you. Oh, this one? Austin Powers, huh? Yeah. I rented it years and years ago, but the store had closed before I could return it. After all the good times Blockbuster gave me, it's only fair I give something back. I agreed to accompany Gamgee on her epic journey to Fairbanks, Alaska, the home of the last Blockbuster. Unfortunately, her passenger seat was loaded down with snacks for the trip, so I've been forced to lay flat the rooftop carrier atop her Volvo, which sadly hasn't allowed for any interviews along the way. back one second. I have to take care of something. Hi there, Ernie McFernie with The Fakest. Can, can you sign these talent releases? Sorry, I think they'd set a producer with me to handle this stuff. Yeah, sure, whatever. What are they gonna do? Fire me? Samantha, come on! Oh, watch out for that mic cord. I'd like to return this. <laughs> what the hell is that big-ass box? Is it like a purse? You got the, you got the disc in there? Um, no. It's a VHS of Austin Powers I rented a long, long time ago. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, maybe it is one of ours. Let me scan it for you. Ah, uh, yep. It's right here. Let's see. $2.99 a night, 5,475 nights comes to $16,370.25. Now, is that going to be moose pelts, cash, or credit? Um, give me a second. I think I left my wallet out in the car. Shit. So, are you going to pay for this? Because I didn't get paid last week. I could take it, I, I could, I'd take it right now. I'll give you a discount. After paying the last late fee using the life insurance money I got from my dad, Bernie McFernie, I hitchhiked all the way back to somewhere west of New York City, then edited this package just in time for tonight's broadcast. For the fakest, I'm Ernie McFernie. insurance money? Did something happen to Bernie McFernie? He went quick after Paul Defoe fired him, uh, then then mom soon after. This place was all he really had left in his life, I guess. To be honest, I only took this job so I could get close enough to kill Paul. It's what dad would have wanted. But, but you're here now, and you actually seem pretty okay. Um, thanks. Okay, folks, enjoy this commercial while I check in with the security guard. I sure hope he shows up today. We'll be right back. Yo, fam, David 69 here. Time for another shoot crate unboxing. 
ShoeCrate is a subscription service that helps you embrace your inner hoarder. After you buy the contents of the hoarder's homes, ShoeCrate will send you a new box of crap every month. You never know what you are going to get. Here, I'm going to open this puppy. This month, it's the Appalachian Adventure Bundle, featuring items from homes in New Southeast Ohio, West Virginia, and Mid-North Kentucky. What's my first item? Oh, shit! It's a dead squirrel! Dead squirrel! Next up, I have a pack of USA Gold Light cigarettes with some sort of brown water stain on the side. USA Gold. You never know what you're gonna get. What is this? Some kind of roll with meat? Pepperoni roll. Oh, an old pepperoni roll. Thanks, announcer. No problemo. Best, but not least, this is a... It's an old hot dog? Beef jerky? Oh, oh shit! It's someone's little toe! Little toe! Rose! To get your shoe crate today, subscribe for just $29.99 and tell them David X69 sent you so I can afford some more of this awesome crap! I didn't know I needed shoe crate! It's a crap shoot! Now, a story straight from the heartland. What happens when a prank goes a bit too far? How do you recover? For more, we turn our journalistic lens towards Avella, Pennsylvania, where renownedly criticized Faith Healer Felix Teal uncovers a forgotten fake out fabricated on a fall. <sighs> we turn our journalistic lens towards Avella, Pennsylvania where renownedly criticized faith healer Felix Till uncovers a forgotten fake-out fabricated on a fall followed up by four decades of false-footed feebleness. <sighs> Nailed that one. Well, it was in my childhood days for all Felix Till expected business as usual when his Faith Shakers tent revival set up shop in Avella. All right, settle down now, people, settle down. Bring in the next miracle. Pastor Till, this is Stinky Foot McNeil. He's been confined to this wheelchair for more than 40 years. Praise be, Stinky Foot. What caused your accident? I heard myself diving in the creek when I was eight years old. Praise the Lord, pastors. Now line up over here in a straight line, all of you, a straight line. Just like that, yes. Pastor from the Bishop Church, stand here. Independent Bishop, stand right behind him. No cameramen on the platform now, please. No heathens up here on the platform, thank you. Now something is going to happen here tonight. Something to prove that the people... That God is here on the platform, ready to give old Stinky Foot life in his legs again. How long have you been in that chair there, Stinky Foot? Hmm, has to be 44 years now. 44 years? Incredible. Well, we're going to stop counting those years tonight. Pastor, bow your head now and pray to the Lord Jesus Christ to come down into this room right here. Can you feel him, folks? Can you feel him right in this room? Dear Lord, we feel you tonight. We ask you to heal your child, Stinky Foot McNeil, who has been bound to this chair for four decades and four years. 
Can you feel it, folks? It's working. Stinky foot. But now's the tendons flushing back together, fusing those nasty chaos are pumping blood, aren't they? Yeah, you can feel it. Uh, I, I ain't sure I... Faith, Brother McNeil, you gotta have faith. Deacons, show him the power of the Lord. What y'all think you're doing? Show him, dump him right out of that chair. You'll walk, you'll see. I ain't can walk. Uh, no, don't do that, man. Uh, oh. Brothers and sisters, please. Brother McNeil here, he just did not have enough faith. I'm telling you, there was just not enough faith. Somebody quit, stop my car. That should have been that. A failed faith healer exposed, a paralyzed man winning a lawsuit, and a YouTube clip of the incident sparking a national outrage, like most YouTube clips seem to do these days. But then, a miracle! Sisters, please. Brother McNeil here, he just did not have enough faith. I'm telling you, there was just not enough faith. Somebody quick, stop my car. Oh, hell. I remember now. I remember everything. When Stinkyfoot's head hit the stage floor on that cool Jerimber night, it unlocked a memory from his childhood. Now, this'll sound silly, but it was all because of my buddy Timmy Delroy. We had the same birthday, you see. We both thought it was just fine at first. That is, until our parents threw our parties on the same day. With a limited pool of potential party guests and no time between the parties to regroup, it was only natural that the first party would have more guests. Unfortunately for Stinkyfoot, his party was scheduled after Timmy's. Not one darn kid showed up to my party. Just a couple of my cousins that are a little too country. Even for me. Well, it hurt. Know what I mean? I know now he didn't mean nothing by it. But for a kid like I was, a lonely kid all by himself, it was a declaration of war. With his perceived enemy barren down and his social status at stake, Stinkyfoot hatched a precipitous plan for a precious prank at the local swimming hole. One day, it was summer, we was swimming down at Otter's rest stop there, like we always done in the summer. I climbed up to the top of the old sycamore tree what hung out over the water and... <laughs> I just let myself sink in the water like a damn stone. You should have seen the look in Timmy Boy's eyes. After they fished me out, I thought to myself, Stinky Foot, why don't you just lay there a while and scare him real good? Timmy Delroy and the other children, to their credit, ran for help straight away only stopping once to investigate a dead squirrel. When the adults arrived, Stinkyfoot planned to jump up and reveal his clever trick. Until... first time my mama ever treated me with a tiny bit of kindness and all on account because I wasn't moving so I kept not moving 
that day, the next day, and the next until everybody just kind of assumed I'd got the old necotitis, what usually happens when you fall on your head. When he arrived at school in a wheelchair, 18 weeks later, Stinkyfoot noticed a marked difference in the way the other children treated him. That boy Timmy was like a whole new fella. He'd wheel me back and forth to school, help me with my homework. That boy even wiped my butt a couple of times. It sure was easy sitting in my chair while everybody treated me good. After a year, two, you know I plain forgot it was a prank. And what of Timmy Delroy, this boy who motivated this false free will and folly? Oh, he did. Preacher said maybe he was the one who threw me from that chair from up in heaven. Although it doesn't seem like something they'd let you do from up in heaven. Then again, I suppose it ain't as bad as making your buddy wipe your butt either. With a clean bill of health from the slightly more educated modern rural doctors, and a whole sixth of his life ahead of him, Stinkyfoot McNeil is ready to kick whatever challenges life throws at him in the butt. The first challenge, a federal court case seeking to reclaim the decades of disability benefits he's collected under false pretenses, starts next month. You can watch it live by pre-ordering a year subscription to Live Justice, the OTT service that brings you 24-7 live streams from courtrooms all across the U.S. of A. Use promo code THEFAKEST. So, this was supposed to be a traffic hit, but Jake Stein didn't show up either. Instead, I decided to gather some cool stuff from a bunch of Facebook groups I like, then tossed it all in a script and did a remote session with our announcer. Here she is with everything going on in your city this weekend. Good morning. This is the Fakest Community Calendar, and here's what's going on in your town this weekend. Find your way to the service desk at the third annual Kids Who Hid From Their Moms in Department Stores Clothing Racks and Got Caught by Store Security Meetup being held this coming fun day at the downtown McDonald's who are offering broccoli bites. Buy one, get seven free. Hit them up at 705 on the dot. The Knitting Bros Club of Coshocton sponsors the 11th annual Day of Knitting starting January X Ith at the Sheraton Oatbrook's Motor Hotel. More than 10 yarn experts will present materials of interest to other bros who are totally into knitting, backgammon, and extreme keg stands. The Fakest Faithful Facebook fan page is on the hunt for Paul Defoe. Send your correspondence to fan page moderator Joe Atone through the pencil icon thingy on their page. Then join them for a candlelight vigil outside KCOM Studios tonight during the Fakest broadcast. And herpes is a disease with no cure, but there are things you can do to help control it. For more information, scream, HELP! in the middle of a crowded sidewalk. And that's your The Fakest Community Calendar. Back to you, Paul. Thanks, announcer. Okay, let's go to a quick commercial, which, of course, I have to read. I'll be right back. Oh, there's a lot of words in this page. It takes a heck of a lot of firepower to fuel the fake news. 
Paul only trusts one host and provider to handle the traffic the fakest faithful Facebook fan page sends our way. Bluehost has it covered. Use their simple dashboard to install WordPress. Access 24-7 customer support for help when you screw up. They even have a money-back guarantee. If your website building experience sucks, they'll totally give you back at least some of your cash. With Bluehost, you can say no daddy and set up your own Squarespace on the web in just a few minutes. Sign up for Bluehost today and create your website for just $3.95 a month. Just go to mysite.thefakest.com to get started. If you do, make sure to share it with your fellow Facebook fan. <laughs> if you do, make sure to share it with your fellow fakest fans on the fakest faithful Facebook fan page. Now let's get back to me for one last story before they fire me. This is a total crap fest. Finally, a famed fitness and nutrition guru gets his just desserts while still losing weight in the process. It's the worst case of transformitis I've seen in all of my years practicing medicine. That's Dr. Lou Laro, fakest medical expert and customer of the month at the local Denny's. Dr. Lou, how many cases of transformitis have you seen? Well, this is the first one, but it's a real doozy. Say, uh, can you pass the syrup? For the uninitiated, transformitis is a medical condition, likely made up, in which a patient inexplicably mutates into something less than human. Common in the days before science was invented, the disease hasn't been seen in America since 1963, when actor Hugh Beaumont succumbed to its symptoms during the taping of the Leave it to Beaver series finale, which saw his character Ward Cleaver called to account. know you mean well, but meanwhile you're getting pretty sick of the way you're treating mom. Now, Beaver, you have to understand that as the man of the house, sometimes we have to split a wig or two to get our point across. It's called leadership. Gosh, I never thought about it that way. But will mom be okay? No, don't you worry about that, son. Dr. Bradley assures me it was only a mild concussion, which means... Holy shit! You just turned into an empty bottle of scotch! Oh well, it's the last episode anyway. Party's over, folks. Here's to a short-lived revival in a couple decades once all the chumps who watch this crappy show grow up. Jim Fit, the self-proclaimed diet doctor, who made a name for himself with his best-selling diet guide, You Are What You Eat and What You Eat Is Garbage, is the latest victim of transformitis. His transformation was caught on tape at a health and wellness event near the food court at Twin Pines Mall in Hill Valley, California. Thank you. Thank you. I'm Jim Fit, and I'm here to change each and every one of your lives. Before you leave today, you'll be empowered with the tools and tricks you need to cut away that unsightly belly fat like bacon off a pig. Take this woman here. Yes, humans. Will you please approach the stage? Somebody, get her a mic. What's your name? I'm Esmeralda. But what business is that of yours? And what are you drinking there, Esmeralda? In the Dairy Queen cup. It's a pumpkin spice milkshake. 
What if I told you that your milkshake has more sugar in it than one person should consume in an entire week? <laughs> I'd say no shit. Why do you think I bought it? Folks, folks, I don't think Esmeralda knows the secret to healthy living. Say it with me now. You are what you eat. That's right, you are what you eat. Now, do you want to be a pumpkin spice milkshake, all sloshy and heavy and pumped full of sugar? Or would you rather be something lean and fit and healthy, like a piece of my famous avocado toast, available today for only $12.99 a slice? Avocado? You know you're an avocado. Subdue this snake, protect the milkshake he seeks to take. Goddess of Earth and Heaven make him be an avocado for all to see. <laughs> the diet doctor turned avocado by an evil mole witch is currently being treated by Dr. Lou Lauro inside his booth at the Denny's. It's fairly touch and go. He seems fine now, but you know how avocados are. One minute they're fresh, then you look away for a second and it turns into a mushy mess. He's living on borrowed time, particularly since I ordered a taco burger. Jim Fitz Fitness Family is offering a $5,000 reward for any good witches in the area willing to assist them in reversing the curse. Call their hotline at 281-330-8004 and ask for a meeting with Mike Jones. Bonus points if you can pick up some pumpkin spice milkshakes on the way over, since Jim isn't around to shame the staff for treating themselves. Well, folks, I guess that does it for the... Wait, somebody is buzzing into the studio. Hello? Welcome to KCOM Studios. We're still doing the... Leanne, it's me, Paul. Oh my gosh, it's Paul Defoe. You know you should call Paul the best. Who let these fakest faithful Facebook fan page freaks into the lobby? There you are, Paul Defoe. Time for me to avenge my father, Bernie McFernie's death. The old guy? Whatever happened to him anyway? Like you don't know. You kill a man and you don't know, Paul Defoe. Finally, right here in front of me, I'm going to rip out your... He's trying to hurt the fakest! Get him, fakest, faithful Facebook fan page hey. followers! Leave Paul alone! What are you doing? Oh my gosh, what are you doing? Him. Go away! Leanne, quick! Buzz me in! I'll explain everything! Jeez, one second. Thanks. Thought they had me there. <laughs> oh, Leanne, it's so good to see you alive. Paul Defoe. So this is what it takes for you to show your face again. Me going on the air and making a flippin' freaking fool of myself. I know, Leanne. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have left you like I did on my karate sabbatical. But I'm back now, ready to be a better boss to you and the others. Look, I know I'm a fuck-up, but I'm here to unfuck it up. I'm a changed man, you'll see. For starters, if you'll let me, I'd like to offer you a promotion. Uh, 
Paul, can this wait? We're still on the air. No, let's have some real news for once. Good evening, folks. It's me, the fakest, Paul Defoe, you know, and I'm back. I know you're excited. I am too. But I've decided reporting the fake news is too big a job to rest on one man's shoulders. Even a sturdy guy like myself, Leanne Snyder, you've proven your dedication to the fake news and the fakest. Starting this season. Uh, what? We're going to expand your role here. How would you like to join me behind the anchor desk? Paul, I'd really like to talk about this off the air. So you want to negotiate, huh? I can respect that. Why don't we close out the show together as a show of good faith, and then we'll go and hash out all the details. Sure. I guess. Paul, I'm glad you're back. Me too. Now, let's go back and forth, okay? This will be fun. From KCOM Studios in somewhere west of New York City, I've been Paul Defoe. And, uh, I'm Leanne. Our promise to you? We fake it when we make it. Now go out there and have a hell of a night. You know, I think I should probably still do the ending myself. For now, at least. No offense. I can't do this, Paul. I suck. Oh, you can. That's what the spirits told me anyway. What? Spirits? Long story. I'll tell you over lunch. Like the show? Go leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or just scribble it all over your bedroom wall. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by following The Fakest News. That's Fakest with an I. And support the show by buying a bunch of crap at store.thefakest.com. See, See you, you next time. time.